Sarah. On tonight's podcast, we have Osama Kidmoto. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know he was a biker. Had no idea. <laughs> they had yeah. no That's idea. It. It's so wrong, Mary. Until you get pulled, until you get pulled aside in the uh, Atlanta. Who airport. knew that fucker rode a road king? I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> more like an Ural kind of guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're pulling me out of the line in the uh, Atlanta airport. I'm like, you know, all right. I guess I'll I'll go over there and get searched by that guy. How many horsepower is that camel? <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> so it all depends on how many stickers you got on him. We only oh, yeah, that's true. Ride, we only ride the bestest and fastest camels. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. Chicken skin. We'll just hop into it like a bunny. Welcome back to Five Dirty Bikers podcast, everybody. Today we're joined by special guest, professional monkey YouTuber. Nice to have you with us today. How are you, man? Thanks a bunch. Uh, this is a, a lot of fun. Um, I, I uh, about, I guess, two years ago when the world ended, started realizing that YouTube's more fun to watch than network TV and mm. and love so many channels that I was like, man, I could do this. Like, I'm as much of an idiot as most of these dudes. So um, <laughs> just for fun, I said, oh, I'm going to do a, a series on Sturgis videos, like where to stay, where to eat, where, how, you know, where to grab drink, is that any other, my experiences. And it kind of took off. And uh, little did I know that I am that likable. I always thought I was pretty miserable human being to be around, but, um, I think I really started this thing the beginning of February and now we are, uh, May 4th and I am coming up on 12,000 subscribers in, in 90 days. I don't, you know, like, Good grief. and it's, it's, it's a blast. I'm having so much friggin' fun, but it's, it's, uh, it's been fun because I think my, what's been a bit different is I didn't look at this and go, wow, this is a business opportunity. I'm like, no, man, I just want to have a good time. That's all this is. So, uh, and I, and I may have rubbed some people the wrong way. I didn't mean to, or I was like, look, I'm never going to ask you to do, I'm never going to ask you for money. I'm just going to say, subscribe and watch the videos and send me messages and we'll chat. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what I think is why it's done so well. Um, and, and I've been riding on the back of bikes since I was little I grew up, this fat bastard grew up in the back of a sportster. Man. Just get that in your head. Like, try and let that process that this, you know, silverback gorilla grew up. That's a, that's a big old dude on a little tiny seat. Well, I wasn't so big when I was like 10. Well, <laughs> there's no way you grew up until you got off that thing. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And then uh, 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 started riding my own after school. And started on Japanese bikes, as we all do, um, and had a vintage Honda, because it's what I could afford. But everyone thought it was so cool. It was a 74 CB750. Hell and yeah. then went through a string of bikes and uh, grew up on Harleys, but bought my first Harley in 2000. I think it was three. And um, new. And so that's been 18 years that I've owned Harleys. And now I own um, a 14 Heritage uh, 21 ultra limited. And my wife has the 19 CVO that I bought two years ago, road glide that she rides now. Um, and those are the three cars. Don't go in the garage. Fuck the cars. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck those. They're, they, so, they're out <laughs> so tools, three Harleys and our golf cart because we're Floridians. You have to have a golf cart. There's like a law. Yes. So, um, and <laughs> really? that's, and that's, that's what we ride and work on all day. And, and, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I realized when we really made it is when I started getting insanely mean messages from people I don't know. That's when <laughs> yes. you know, yeah, you've really arrived now. Like, yeah, you know, you're there. For real. Yeah. Um, there was a guy that said something about Harleys. You know, the anti-Harley guy. And he, hey, it's me. That's one of those right here. <laughs> but I mean, the insane Harley guy. Like, why would you write something so antiquated? You're all stupid. I mean, like that was this long paragraph this guy wrote. And I was his name. Je uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Jeff, Jeff Tillman. Tillman. Jeff, Jeff Tillman. Tillman. Was it Jeff Tillman, by the way? He remember. has a gold lean. Fuck that guy. I made him a video of his own. And I said, taught everybody how to make a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and send it to him. I, 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 I copied this dude's handle name, whatever you want to call it, and Googled it. 14 
pages of results. Holy crap. For like 14 pages of Google results where this dude had done nothing for 10 years of like everything he could find. He was like, Harley suck. Anyone who owns one is stupid. Da, da, da. I mean, like, I'm like, you need counseling, man. Like this is bad. And <laughs> he needs financial advice. Cause obviously his credit is not good enough to own a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's a strong possible. It's amazing that people put so much energy into that too. Because that it's takes fucking full time job. This has got to yeah. be a full time job for this dude. Like it's insane. Yeah. You know. And and what would be the thing that always gets me is what's your motivation for going on a Harley centric channel and bitching about Harleys? I mean, make you're gonna feel better. Yeah, I mean, well, does it really though? Yeah. I mean, how does it make them feel better? Because. <laughs> You know, they either get a deleted comment or a fuck off. So how is it going to make them feel better? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. So I I am not a lawyer. Let me preface the statements of this. But I work for lawyers. So my my career is like working with difficult personalities. I'm making air quotes right now for anyone who's watching the podcast. Professionally, it's what I do. Sitting down and go, well, how did that make you feel? Like I'm some (laughs) sort of, you know, counselor. (laughs) And so when, when... this dude wrote his insane comment. My knee-jerk reaction was, well, let's talk about this. Like, why do you hate Harleys? Because I haven't only owned Harleys. I've owned lots of stuff. Like, what? why do you hate them so bad? And then he goes, well, the FJR 1300 is the finest motorcycle that has ever existed. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I, I like FJRs. I almost bought one a couple of years ago. But why do you feel the need to come and just motherfuck me? Like, I don't understand <laughs> how that's the next step for you. And, and, uh, and he was actually... He backed down and I said, okay, so you've had your one, like, please don't hang out, you know, whatnot. But if you go crazy again, I'm going to have to just get rid of you. And sure enough, the next day he was right back there writing a manifesto about, you know, and so the great thing about YouTube is you can just go permanently mute. Yes. And that person goes away, but you know, yeah, we we are big on the fuck offs here. Yeah. Usually it's just fuck off. Yeah. I'll give you one because I feel like you never know when you might find someone you like. You know, Ryan's yeah. got a whole pocket full of them. Yeah, I got a whole. <laughs> I, I carry him with me wherever I go. He's I got never fuck offs on the ready. I never, I never run out of a fuck off. <laughs> Is there any way we get you some like little flags to carry around in your pocket that just say fuck off, and you could just <laughs> throw them at people when you walk up to them? You could be like, yeah. Just throw a flag at him. Flag on the play. Like a, like, <laughs> I like that. Weighted ones. Fuck off. Yeah, just like just just like a penalty flag. Throw it on yeah. the ground. Says fuck off right on it. You need a fuck whistle. <laughs> just a flag. Mm. We have a fuck off situation. The, that and if you look at any any picture or selfie I've ever taken, I look like I'm going to tear your face off and shit down your neck. So I, I, got I, that, I what is it? The RDF? RDF. Yeah. Just, yeah. just all the time. Just me resting dick all the time. face. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that thumbnail. It's like that thumbnail that Tony sent me today. I go, dude, I am not that cool looking. <laughs> I shared you it because, you know, hey, way to, way to inflate the ego. But I'm like, oh, I showed it to my wife. And my wife immediately said, you're not that cool looking. <laughs> well, I tried my best, dude. <laughs> it was it was either that or take off your pants, right? One of the two was going to happen after that's that. That's always the second thing she says. It's like you're not that cool looking. Now take off your pants. Wow. <laughs> nice. So so go, so going back to your YouTube channel, was it immediate that your following just took off, or did it take a couple videos, or was it a specific video? Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> It was like I, I I I recorded the Sturgis videos first. I started one, and my wife was like, "Nah, it's, you got to cut that up into like where to eat, where you're gonna drink, where does that and the other. Otherwise, it's gonna be four and a half hours, you know." Like, and so I, I recorded them pretty quickly, like one after another, and so I uploaded them all almost like back to back. And then as soon as we thought of an interesting topic, I would go to another video. So I I was doing almost daily videos for almost a month. And just because I thought of something funny to, to talk about or interested in. And so it built very quickly. So I don't understand the algorithm. I'm not that smart. I think it's broken. That's the only reason I had that many subscribers, but it was, it, it just sort of over a 30 day period is when it started. And I do believe the way these things, algorithms work, once the momentum has started, it just builds on itself and goes crazy. So 
Well, if you if you watch anything, Uh the 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 analytics people out there, they'll tell you that they'll tell you kind of exactly what you said is basically, you know, post 35 videos as fast as you can. That's kind of their that's kind of the the, uh, um, you know, what they tell you. And you might have had something there if you were posting, you know, daily or every other day, YouTube might have caught that and just, you know, promoted you on on its own, too. So you might have gotten something. You might have gotten a boost on that too. It, it, it something worked. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's leveled out. But it's still. Um, I'm on par for like fifteen to seventeen hundred new subscribers on a twenty eight day cycle. Is what they say. I just look at the analytics and go, well, whatever it says. But um, it's it's. I just have fun. I swear to God, that's all it is. Like, and and I think I have this luxury in that. I have a job I've worked hard to get. So I have no interest in quitting that job. This is just a blast. You know, I've okay. made, I made legitimate friends as a result of this all over the world. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, a, a viewer from Australia that we just hit it off and, and uh, we're have been emailing and this and the other. And he sent me a bottle of whiskey for a live stream. And I was like, Oh my God, how cool is this? And it's also whiskey. I cannot afford. Right. Wow. So I was like, this is cool. And he's looking at a CBO that happens to be 20 minutes from my house. So tomorrow I'm going to this dealer to look at this bike for him to see if I can find anything wrong with it. And this guy's a good enough friend that he's like, all right, if you say it's good, I'm going to try and make a deal on it tomorrow and have it shipped to my house. So, I mean, this is crazy stuff. I never would have thought would happen, but you know, in the last 90 days, we've exchanged emails probably 20 times and talked on the phone a few times and, you know, like it's just, it's nuts. It's just nuts. But it, it, it is amazing. That's how we all met was through YouTube mm-hmm. with the podcast. Yeah. It, it's amazing. The people that, that you do meet, it's really cool. Actually. I'm, I'm not a YouTuber. I just, I followed Tony and Dustin and he I'd seen a couple of Ron's videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your sportsters are crap. He hasn't watched any of mine. So <laughs> I have. I went and checked everything out after I saw you on, on Baggers and Brews. I went well, and checked the whole building of the house and the clearing of the land and the whatnot. I'm like, wow, she's a real man. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. She, she likes to uh, she likes to terrify me all the time because I've been telling everybody I want to move to Florida. And uh, then like once a week, Mary posts some fucking prehistoric dinosaur picture of something she caught in her yard. And I'm like, all you're doing is telling me to stay away. You know, some (laughs) 78 foot snake or, you know, some crocodile that she takes a picture or a a snake killing a monkey eating a bird in her yard. Or I mean, it's just every other week. That is a lot better, though, than taking an ice pick and chipping your nuts out of the ice every morning. Well, that is true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, it's it's a cold motherfucker here. I'm not going to lie. So so when I first moved down here, I I had a chip on my shoulder coming from the Midwest, from the the wonderful streets of St. Louis, Mm. where all of my wife is a Cuban from Miami. So all of her her cousins immediately being this gringo from the Midwest, they puff their chest out. They're trying to be scary. And, you know, she has cousins named Chino. You know what I mean? Like like that kind of stuff. And we're at a family wedding and I'm making friends with them and, and drinking with them, having a good time. And they're all trying to take play tough. And I immediately was like, look, you can't be tough if you've never cut the ice off the front of your car. I don't want to hear this crap. Like you grew <laughs> up under palm trees in 85 degree weather. There's no hardness there. Right. Hey, you know, like- <laughs> I have, I, I, you know, I live, you know, I, that, that was the thing about living in the Midwest. I've ridden in 24 degree weather and got yeah. back on my KLR and I had windshield, I had ice on the windshield, on the headlight, on my helmet, on my gloves, on my shoulders. And the guys were <laughs> like, dude, you win. That's I did that. I would never do because it was sketchy as shit. Mm-hmm. And all I was trying to do was get back home alive. Yeah. You so, win you know. on that one. When I'm out. Can- when you can legitimately die shoveling the snow out of your driveway, then, then you know that you're then you know that you're tough. Somebody's like, "How can you stand that beard in the summertime?" And I'm like, "Because we don't have summer here. If it's yeah. 80 degrees, I'm fucking roasting. But for the rest of the year, you know, I'm like 70 degrees below zero. This keeps me alive." <laughs> I've seen the story. You can catch an icicle off the garage and lose an eye and everything. We all know that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's bad shit. I said, I said to somebody one time, I said, you know, it's cold when it's too cold to make a fucking snowball. There's snow on the ground and it won't make a snowball because it just falls apart. Exactly. And they're like, they're like, I've never even heard of that. I'm like, well, 
I've never heard of that. Cold. God damn it. That's awful. <laughs> my, That's- my wife first moved to St. Louis and she had uh, a little Ford car. I can't remember what it was. And I said, well, the first thing you're going to do is go get you a four by four. And she was like, what? She came to St. Louis for two years before we moved back down to Florida. And I went and bought her a little four by four blazer. And she was like, what do I need this for? I'm like, trust me. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. And, and right around January, she was jumping snowdrifts four feet high in that thing, like it was just fun. You know, like that was just that was just her weekend. You know, but you it's, this for it's to get milk. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you can't get out on the road unless you can break through the ice, and that thing would do it. So it, it's it, nice. it's it's interesting. So how's the the twenty one CVO? Is the struggle real with that fucking tuner? It's awful. Well, I mine's I, the tw- the twenty one I have is an ultra limited. It's not a CVO. Um, oh, okay. My CVO is a 19 and I wasn't going to do that again. Like it's, I, you can only write that check one time before you're like, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> I, you know, so when it came time to buy another bagger, I bought a, a regular ultra limited. Um, but it, 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 it's the struggle is real in that you're stuck with that neutered bullshit, Harley EPA compliant joke tuner. It's terrible. Now, it is terrible. But if you're only doing what I'm doing so far, which is stage one, it's sort of like, ah, it is what it is. You know, I, you know, um, in, in probably two years, I'll get into the motor and cam it, this, that, and the other. And I hope that by then someone has come out with a, you know, a fix. I'm concerned what it's going to do to companies like TTS. Like they're cut off from 21s yeah. right now. You know, they like, are, I know that Power Vision and Vance and Hines are both working on it. They're saying yeah. they're a couple of months out. So hopefully something better will come out soon because that thing stage one it is what it is you know it sucks something all yeah something else better is coming out soon the pan america it's called the pan america i like that thing i'm weird in that old school harley fanatic in that i really like that thing it's getting great reviews yeah i I want to ride it (laughs) i look like a bear on a roller skate but i want to ride it (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll have you guys a review. Keep your clothes on. I'll have you guys a review shortly. I've got things in the works, so I'll have you guys a review shortly. Uh oh, he might be switching over, coming coming to the dark side. Nanner on a Harley. No, <laughs> no. It's a good deal too. I think. Fuck would I do that? that thing, the price ain't bad. No, you know? fuck. That's the best deal they got going on. I think. As a matter of fact, the dude that I'm going to look at the CPO for tomorrow, he already bought two. He's got one. He's got two of them being delivered to his house. And he keeps saying, fly out to Seattle, we'll ride them. And I'm like, I'd look so stupid on that thing. (laughs) As much as I love it, I'd look ridiculous on it. So, I thought you were going to buy a Dyna. What? Did you see me on that? Did you see me sitting on that little rider S? I saw you on that little rider S, Dyna. I was, hey, hey. I had to put on rubber pants. I thought that son of a bitch would give me herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. All, all, you needed, all you needed was some tall socks, Mike. You had your you had your mm. three-stripe Adidas on. All you needed was some tall socks, and you were Yeah. There. No, you need some black pants. There's a whole <laughs> uniform you got to put on. Yeah. Hey, yeah, chinos, talk, chinos. Don't talk to and, Tony uh, and I about black vans. We've been wearing vans <laughs> since I came out. In I've the been eight. wearing vans since 1984, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> yeah, no. Me too. Hey, you... This Dynabro van shit's got to stop. I've been wearing them for 30 years. <laughs> well, it's it's the whole we do it ironically thing. Everything is done ironically, and it annoys the piss out of me. Like They can take their irony and stick it up their ass. Yeah, yeah. People who ride a Dyna can take that motorcycle and stick it up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is not a fan of the Dyna. <laughs> nope. I saw a dude today in the Facebook marketplace, whatever, with his uh, Street Bob 103 with the T-bars, the da 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 That's it. But a, but a stock motor. Like, the motor hadn't been touched. A completely stock 103. This dude's asking price was $14,000. I'm like, isn't that what a new one goes for? Like, can't you yeah. just go buy a new one for the same price? Pretty much. Do you know, do you know that people who have T-bars on their motorcycles <laughs> like to get T-bagged? I <laughs> You know how sad it is that I knew exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> Sons anchovies away. You know, the funny thing is they talk they call that club style. I know a whole lot of dudes in clubs. Not a one of them motherfuckers writes a dyno with T-bars on it. Like not a single one. No, nope. you know? the old dyna boy, the dyna takes a beating, doesn't it? 
It sure does. <laughs> it takes a beating, dude. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Takes like a dollar on night. Just beat up. I was just going to ask you what your what your so so what do you got coming up on the on the you know, Professor and Al Monkey channel? I, I I just recently had a whole bunch of uh, companies with parts, and I felt a little whorish because it seemed like every video was like, "Well, I got shocks now." And then, uh, 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 you know, like it seemed like every video was like some sort of new promotional thing. And and I and and again, I am not a paid spokesperson. I've actually had companies say, like, what would the deal be? And I'm like, well, you send me the thing and then I do a video on it. It's pretty simple kind of an equation. I don't no the money trade. will change hands like. Yeah. And but just know that if it sucks, I kind of got to say it sucks, you know, like, you know, but <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to say that hasn't happened yet. So uh, it's it's been a lot of. um cool parts that have been provided me installing it and saying like, yeah, I'm lucky that they've all been awesome. Um, mine today was on a new bike jack from JNS that that was fantastic. Um, cause my old craftsman was getting downright fucking scary. Every time I put the bike up in the air, the bike kind of wiggled for a little bit for a minute and, you know, um, but I think if you shove cardboard under one side of it, it stops that tater totter. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's actually the metal teeth were so worn down. It wasn't really so much holding the bike as it was implying oh. that it should stay up in the air. You know, um, oh. it was, it was precarious to say the least. Um, but 20 years precarious. You know, wear down. Oh, yeah, you fucked word. Mike up. It's Uh-oh. a big, it's a hundred dollar word. Scary, scary, it's just scary, <laughs> scary. But, okay. It was yeah. scary. It was All scary. Right. <laughs> but um, I think the, the, I don't plan things so much. So what's coming up in the future? Yeah. Me being stupid and doing something. I don't know. And then, <laughs> I, and then I leave for Sturgis the end of July and that'll just kind of do itself. You know, I think. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, yeah. one thing that you said earlier was having fun with it. And that is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get on the, uh, don't get on the analytics bus. Mm-hmm. That's the one mistake everyone makes. Don't. Don't even click to see what you're doing. Don't try to keep up with numbers. Don't try to keep up with stats. Just do what you do and do it because you enjoy it. And as long as you have that outlook, you're fine. That's a really good, that's good advice. Cause I'd ask Raven too. And anyone else, does it not suck you in at first? Oh, it does. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It does. How did that one do? And go, Oh, that was my eighth out of 10. Like a prime example. My dad has a trike. And I like to make fun of his trike, um, not to hurt anyone's <laughs> feelings, but because it's just what we do. My dad's an old Marine and he's an asshole and I'm an asshole. And so I make fun I, of his trike. That's just how you that have works. To, you have to tell him not to go around turns too fast because he will flip that shit. Do you not remember Hondas? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I had an ATC 125 when I was a kid. Yeah. So, oh, shit. Um, you know, <laughs> so it's it, it, it somehow it ran over me more than once. I don't know how that happens. You run over yourself, but I ran over myself a few times. That was a huge speed bump. Seriously. <laughs> it just bounced. You know? But, um, so anyway, so, so we did a video where I said, if I got 10,000 subscribers, I would get on the back of my dad's trike. Oh, <laughs> and, fun. and I did. And, and coming back, dad being the asshole that he is, he goes, Hey, you want to do a wheelie? And I said, yeah. And I had the camera in my hand. And he stood that some bitch all the way up. I mean, like he didn't realize what a fat man on the back would do to that bike. <laughs> We're talking we twelve o'clock, right? We, like 12 we drugged the mufflers. Like the mufflers <laughs> were the really oh, shit. Like rode the mufflers and popped it back down so hard that I thought we blew a fork seal. Like it was just like <laughs> wham. And I got the whole thing on tape. And we got back and I said, "Look, I'm not into YouTube gold, but this is gonna have to be YouTube gold. Like this is like." <laughs> Fat guy in the back of his dad's trike, pulling a wheelie, dragging the mufflers, blah, 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 blah. Somehow one of the worst performing videos I've ever done. What? And, I, and, and, and that, yeah. And, it, and it's sort of like, that's the one time where I went down the rabbit hole where I was like, what in the hell is going on here? This is funny shit. No one, you, no one, no one, I maybe mean, not no one. You but. just need to, you just need to rename your thumbnail nuts to butts and, and you'll get, <laughs> you'll, you'll get, you'll get a hundred thousand views so, on that thing in a week. So the 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 clip of you saying okay and then him clutching it getting on it how how long is that 
sequence of events there. Well, should that's, I should I recut it in slow motion? Maybe that's what I should no, do. No, you should is. you should put cut that, that shit on TikTok. Bam! And like it's just yeah. like, cut that shit and <laughs> splice it out and put it on TikTok. Yeah. That right there is your viral you know, TikTok video. You might yeah. be right. You might be right. Yeah. One point one point five million right. views right there. And then yeah. if you show if you if your thumbnail is you holding a bag of ice on your balls, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna get you. I mean, right there. You you got it made right there. <laughs> Stay tuned for part four. Nuts to butts with a thumbnail yep. of ice and balls. Yep, there you got it right there. I mean, oh, one video they got more views, but I, I kinda understand why too, is there, my dad got a new rain suit. And um, we opened it and, and in real time, we opened it. It was one of those Chinese made products and the card inside be that said, be the master of your own dreams. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what that has to do with a fucking rain suit, but I, uh, in the video, my dad and I are bent over laughing for 30 seconds. Cause we're like, what? But he's like, at least I'm the master of my own dreams. Fuck you. You know, like, and, and that and that and we just rolled that that one got more views and it was funny because it was just real like everything we do nothing's nothing is planned you know like that's that's like a rain suit you wear when tony's grandma's squirting oh and my that- god <laughs> there's the, the my grandma makes every podcast and i don't understand why <laughs> sweet grandma the master of dreams right there the master of your own of your own dreams not someone else's that's right your own mm-hmm. Well, shout out to your dad for being such a good sport. He's a crack up. He's a, he's a, uh, a Vietnam vet, uh, two tours in Vietnam and a drill instructor in Marine Corps. And he got home awesome. um, with PTSD and agent orange poisoning. So him, is, we uh, said, thank you. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's funny. Cause I always say it's like, it's like having another kid. Cause when you trade your parent, your children for your parents. Yeah. And I still have an eight-year-old, but I have my 70 some odd year old father. Who's like having another kid. And I'm like, now dad, you can't do that. What's his name? He'll call about like, what's that? What's his name? Tim Senior. Tim Senior. So I'm TJ. TJ stands for Tim Junior, and okay. he's, well, he's Tim Senior. So I gotcha. Uh, we went for a ride recently, and he passed the entire column of bikes with his Marine Corps flag and his hazards on for some reason. Like he was a fucking one man parade. <laughs> passed everyone, you know. He's a crack up. Did he have his finger in the air like this the whole time? Fuck, fuck you More all. than once, I'm guarantee. You know, like we we did a video where Custom Dynamics sent me some lights for his trike. Like, let's put these on Dad's trike, and and within three seconds, he was like, "Fuck you!" I'm like, "Dad, it's a, it's like." A... <laughs> and, then, and then and then at the end of the video, I go, "You have to apologize." So at the end, my dad's like. I'm sorry to Custom Dynamics for saying fuck you in the first five seconds of the video. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> no, but going we back got- to what you were talking about, you had a uh, connection with some guy overseas that sent you the bottle of whiskey. Mm. Now, I haven't done videos regularly since like August, mm. but um, one of the things I really focused on probably within the last year and a half, maybe year, was uh, autism awareness and stuff. Mm. And I had a guy reach out to me a couple weeks ago via email and he's a police officer from the precinct that was down there at ground zero whenever 9-11 happened mm-hmm. and they do a lot of awareness for autism and they do fundraising and stuff like that oh yeah he actually sent me his precincts patches for his police department and i know i only did youtube for two years and, and maybe maybe change but this made the whole thing worth it knowing that people reached out for for this exact reason. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah, it's awesome. just cool. It's just cool. The kind of connections you can make. Absolutely. It is. It's, it's nuts. The, um, we do live stream every other Friday and, and uh, Friday before last I was on, and we, it's just me and the wife drinking and being stupid with our friends via YouTube. And there's up to five, 600 people wow. in the chat. So it's nice. like, it's, it's hard to keep track of them, but I saw in the chat, one of my, buddies from the organization shall not be named that I'm a member of um, said, Hey, don't forget to plug Beth's ride. And I said, Oh yeah. So Beth is, um, she used to work at the Harley shop here and she quit and went to work as a truck driver. She's a, a single mom who's a Navy vet and she was T-boned by a car not that long ago. And she walked away from it. But two weeks later, she had a massive stroke 
Oh, wow. That's my age. She's she's in her forties. Like it, this was obviously caused by the accident somehow. But at first they were like, she's not going to make it. If she makes it, she'll never walk. You know, the whole, the prognosis is so bad. But uh, anyway, so I said, oh yeah, you know, if anyone's in the South Florida area, there's a benefit ride tomorrow for Beth. This is a few weeks ago. And all of a sudden someone says, well, I'd just like to give $10. And they tip $10 via the, the, the live stream. And I said, yeah, you know what? It, there's fees and there's, ta- I'll pay the taxes. If anyone wants to tip via the live stream thing, we'll just give it to Beth. By the end of the night, we'd raised $2,190. Wow. That is crazy. crazy. Just, just people you. just tipping $10, $15. So what this community can do and with no planning, no promotion, no, hey, come and give money for Beth thing, just unplanned. I was just I, shocked. We started yeah. writing them down and they're like, well, screw that. Fuck it. Throw it away. We'll just, tomorrow we'll figure it out. You know how YouTube is. It takes a day to reconcile. But that yeah, ended up being $2,190 that people gave and 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 uh, really two hours. The thing about the motorcycle community is just the sheer amount of selflessness that everyone in the community has. Yeah. And I don't know of any other form of hobby or form of sport or form of uh, relaxation, whatever you want to call motorcycling in your life. I don't know of any other thing like that where complete and utter strangers will be so selfless to complete and utter strangers and help out in any way they possibly can. Isn't it amazing? Cause like I've got friends I've known for 30 plus years that will never help me in a situation like an autism thing. And that's fine if they, if they can't or, or whatever, that's fine. But like a perfect stranger from halfway across the world will throw some benefit money just because mm-hmm. that's how, that's the way this community is. Yeah. Just, that's it. There's no other community yeah. like it. Absolutely. I think it's so like once you're in, you're in kind of thing. And so we'll do whatever we got to yeah. do. Yeah. You know? Speaking uh, of which, while we're on that topic, I'm just going to go ahead and plug the fundraiser that we're doing right now for autism. Um, this is something that's close to Dustin's heart. And we have got some amazing sponsors that have donated some prizes to us. So if you guys want to get in on that, you can go over to our website at www.5dirtybikers.com. And you can find details there on how to enter to win those prizes. Buy a fucking ticket. That's right. Fantastic. That's cool. Or 10 tickets. Or 10 tickets. Fuck. Or 20 tickets. <clears throat> or Cheap. fuck off. Cheap <laughs> bastards. Or fuck off. <laughs> or fuck off. Or maybe think- every ticket says fuck off. And they don't, you know, <laughs> there you go. I think we've raised right over $700 at this point. Yeah. So keep, keep pushing, guys. Y- y'all are helping out a lot, and that's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, this community, will, there's, there's nothing, you know, it, veterans and kids, right? Like it, those two things, they'll show up and they'll show up in huge numbers. Oh, yeah. You know, pretty involving vets and kids. So um, it's always it's always great. One of the, my um, side jobs, and it's not it's not that big of a secret. It's sort of a joke on my channel that I say the organization on the team. I'm a member of BACA and have been originally for about 18 years uh, from St. Louis. So bikers and child abuse. And one of my, my roles is that I manage our down biker fund. And every week we do like a 50, 50 drawing. And it's so stupid because at the end of the 50, 50, someone walks up and goes, here's a hundred dollar bill. I don't want tickets. Just put that in the bucket. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. you know, like we do these things like a 50, 50, but it's like, yeah, really just here, here's my money. And, and yeah. I don't, I can't think of a single time anyone's ever actually, actually taken the money they've won. I know. Isn't that amazing? Because every ride I go to where they do a 50-50, they just donate it back. Just give it back. I've I've never seen anyone actually take the $100 or whatever they want. It's like, yeah, put it back. So, yeah. So, speaking of that, (laughs) Weems, his motorcycle is going into a museum. The guy didn't take it. I saw that. No shit. Yeah. Uh, He raffled off a 54 Triumph that he did a David Mann replica of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's going in a museum. Well, wow. what he said on, I thought what he said on his live, live thing that he did on Instagram was that somebody contacted whoever won. Yeah. And bought and it from him to put in a museum. Put mm-hmm. it in a museum. Yeah. That's wow. pretty cool. That was a cool fucking motorcycle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They yeah, raised $106,000 for the Forgotten Angels charity with that bike. 
Amazing. He's crazy. He's, he said he's, he's never seen a Triumph sell for any more money. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we don't care. Record. We don't care about what it is. We're just going to give the money. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, all, it's all about the cause. Right. And, you know, um, and, and I saw that and I was like, I was moved by it. It's always amazing. Um, this community does so much every day and doesn't talk about it. There is no video. There is no promotion. There is no sun. It's just like somebody knows somebody and says, yeah, yeah. You know, Baca works with, uh, um, organizations that are the ones that make first contact with kids after they've been attacked. I'll just say that. And, you know, there's a, there's a, you need money or whatever. And there's members that just write a $5,000 check and and don't say anything about anything. You know what I mean? Like, there is no pomp and circumstance. You just do it. So you can imagine these high profile things. What's done every day with no one talking about it is, is what's so amazing, right. you know, to me. So tell me what Baca is. Um, so first I've got to say that I am not entitled to represent the organization. We are highly disciplined. Okay. Uh, and I am not a PR officer, but, uh, if you go to YouTube right now and just search for bikers against child abuse, okay. there is a, a video created by international that tells the story better than I ever can. But, okay. uh, essentially it's a, it's a body of bikers been around for about 30 years that gotcha. they work with kids that have been the victims of abuse to okay. empower them to not be afraid. So, right. um, there you go. if someone bad did something bad to you we're scarier than they are don't worry about it exactly that's that's the that's the whole idea and if they go to court we'll go to court just any other but so yeah so i would say go to bacaworld.org and watch that video and then you will find the closest chapter and you will join (laughs) it's infected nice nice so do you do any other trips tj or you just do sturgis you do any other rallies so so my uh i do uh sturgis is the far one I do Leesburg, which is only four hours away, um, every year. And then this year, I'm going to do Biketoberfest for the first time. But then in a normal year, when we aren't trapped in our houses, um, my my job is global. So I end up going to this fat, ridiculous, bald Midwestern biker has been to, in the last few years, Kuala Lumpur, all over South America, Vietnam, Beijing, China, Hong Kong multiple times. Like my, my, my work takes me to places that I would never go to. So I look forward to this year. I'm going to do videos like an American biker in because. Oh, that's a good idea, man. I, are, you I an issue, are you an international gigolo? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, As you imagine, you people that's from overseas, they pay to have a night with me. Look at me. I don't, they're only hearing this right now, but. Let me tell you, that's that happens. Cue the porn <laughs> music. Do it again. Do it brown again. Chicken, brown cow. You know. I mean, um, you go, you go to, you go to an Asian country, and they're probably thinking, how many pounds of rice could this guy eat? They take pictures <laughs> with me. Are you kidding me? Like I'm walking down the street in Beijing, and all of a sudden, a family of twelve walks up with a cell phone, and they yeah. take a picture of me because they think, wow, he's going to eat us. We may as well take a picture. And, and <laughs> when they, it's and Godzilla. Right after, Look, it's Godzilla. <laughs> it's Godzilla. Hey, hey, Tony. Yeah. And right after they take that photo, what do they say? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I know they do. Like they have. Like I would. I'd say that. You know. So you just got your motorcycle and you want to upgrade or add maybe some style to that front end with a new fairing or windshield? Memphis Shades has awesome solutions for several manufacturers including Harley-Davidson, India, Victory, Honda, Yamaha, and more. Memphis Shades definitely has it figured out with an easy-to-shop-on website where you can search by motorcycle make and model. They also stand behind their products with a two-year product warranty and they also offer free shipping to the continental U.S. on all their products. So get over to MemphisShades.com and shop now for that perfect fairing or windshield proudly made in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis Shades, the official windshield of Five Dirty Bikers podcast. On tonight's podcast, we have Osama Kidmoto. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even know he was a biker. Had no idea. (laughs) Had no idea. It's so wrong, Mary, until you get pulled pulled aside in the uh, Atlanta Who knew that fucker rode a road king? I know, right? <laughs> I'm more like an Ural kind of guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're pulling me out of the line in the uh, Atlanta airport. I'm like, you know, all right, I guess I'll I'll go over there and get searched by that guy. How many horsepower is that camel? 
One and a half. <laughs> it all depends on how many stickers you got on him. We only, oh, we, only ride, we only ride the bestest and fastest camels. Okay. I actually used to work. I used to work with a lady uh, whose name was Maria Ramos, and was we didn't know that that there's a, a a a legitimate South American terrorist by the same name. Yep. Oh. And so everywhere we went, we just built an extra two hours in a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, and she would just walk up, give him her stuff, and go, "Yeah, which room am I going to? That room? Okay, well, you know." And she would just go over and, and start the interview process, so we can move on. So, but yep. yeah, I learned just to not wear a hoodie to the airport because that <laughs> automatically sets it off. If I, if I have a hoodie on, they just I'm I'm pulled right out of line because if it's not Osama, it's the Unabomber. So either way, I'm fucked. So. Yeah, please, Ryan's got his own please. hashtag. Fresh gloves, please. <laughs> please, for the love of God, the next flight you're on, just pull a rug out like above and throw it down in the aisle and just kneel and just see what happens on that plane. <laughs> I, I, can hear, I can guarantee you everybody around me will have just soiled their chairs. <laughs> Start chanting. Don't, don't, just make it up. Just make it up as you're going along. And, you know. <laughs> just start speaking in tongues. Worlds. The other thing... World's emptiest flight. Yeah. The other thing you can do to scare people around you, if you look like me, is you just grab the puke bag and you start breathing heavily into it. (laughs) (laughs) So you like work up a sweat, you know, you just breathe into it a few times. Like, (laughs) no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Or, or if you go, if you go through the airport with one of those, uh, with one of those vests that uh, the guy from Blues Traveler used to wear back in the day, that fucker, you'll never get through the airport with one of those on if you look like me. So, no, this mm, is true. you don't need to have too many pockets. <laughs> exactly. Concern, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Hey, if you carry one of those harmonica holders around your neck, you wouldn't get through there." <laughs> so Ryan's the only person we had to wand at the Midwest Moto Meetup. <laughs> <laughs> he was sketchy. <laughs> you need one of those belly bands that you carry cash in and you spill it with newspaper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. Boy, this can't make the podcast. <laughs> One of my favorite stories is what like I, I did a whole series on Sturgis and stuff. Right. And and so many people have said, What's this friggin' obsession? And I'm like, Well, if you've been and you've been several times, you'll kind of get where it's an infection, where it's like I have to go every year if I can, and you know, I plan my year around it and this and the other. Well, also, when I add in the fact that my first year going to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, I was 13 years old. Oh, wow. That's like a lot dad, for a 13-year-old. It's It will fuck you up for life. Like, you know, so, like, so the it, first it, time it, you saw nipples pointing straight down towards the ground is when you were 13? Well, no. The funny thing is in, 19, what was it, 1989, <laughs> they didn't point down then. They were all still pretty healthy and pointing oh, upward. Oh, sure. sure right? right? But you've seen those same ladies now for the last 18 years. So they're yeah. all pointing. Oh, they kind of look like me now. <laughs> yeah. Beard and all. So they, so they basically look like a, they basically look like a small, uh, a small uh, a satchel or a, a, you know, like a clutch or something. You know, a little day yeah, bag. Just roll them woman, up. Yeah, yeah, they look like a fruit roll up with a nipple on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. TJ's going now, and he's like, Grandma, can you get off the pole, please? <laughs> I'm asking you every year. It's time. Now she still makes some money. We're gonna let it go. <laughs> we're, we, so so I, it, it, we stayed at Glencoe, which back then was the more calm place. Like the chip was more wild back then. It's kind of reversed over the years. And we went to go see the Doobie Brothers. And my dad and all his buddies kind of surrounded me because I was 13 back when they would, didn't have any rules and kids could just show up. <laughs> so I'm sitting here looking at the stage, watching the Doobie Brothers and I can see, you know, the lights of the will fly, flash up and you can kind of see a, an outline of the crowd. And I look over to the left and I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? There's something really strange happening in the crowd because <laughs> you can ride your bike up to the stage at the chip for the concerts. And I could see a really strange silhouette. That I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I grabbed my, my, my dad's best friend, Daryl, and I said, hey, bud, what is what's going on over there? And he goes, oh, that chick's going down on that chick. And just goes back to the stage like nothing happened. Like he didn't just say that. And I spent the next three hours turned sideways, just looking over there because that's that's all I cared about. And right, and it's it and it will leave you modified, let's say the least. You know, so 
um, from that point on, it was like, I'm doing this every year, the rest of my life. Yeah, every year. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. God, three so, hours. That girl probably do a push up with her tongue. It's, 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 <laughs> I think they did actually, you know, you know, they, no hander. It was a shovel head. So I'm sure that took some strength there somewhere. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the bike was a shovel head or she was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back then, late eighties, there's tons of shovels all over. <laughs> Well, I will see you at Biketoberfest because I'm going this year. That's I, you're only what an hour and a half away. You said the other night, like yeah, I'm not yeah. far. So the missus will be with me, I'm sure. Um, I'll, here's the, the embarrassing thing: is I'm gonna have to trailer four hours. Yeah. <laughs> because what? I can't, I can't pull fifteen thousand pounds on my motorcycle. <laughs> like I, I have oh, well, to. Pull. Yeah. I'm gonna stay at Cackleberry. I think, which will put us right next to the cabbage patch and the whatnot. So my plan is um, for you, Geared Raven, for Baggers and Brews and a few others I'm friends with, like, come to the Cackleberry and you've got you've got a bathroom to use. You know what I mean? Hey, like, you use my rig. Connections. And, and, yeah. And, 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 and a place to sit down and, a you know, cold beer and whatnot. Sweet. So no yes, blueberry pond. Justin. No blueberry pond hey, for you, Mary. That's right. Is the word cackleberry in the urban dictionary? It should be, right? <laughs> Let me flip through the pages of urban dictionary. Oh, here we go. Oh my uh, god, those are gonna get our podcast hey, kicked off of Apple. <laughs> while he's uh while he's doing that, here at the here at the FDB podcast, we uh we like to ask our guests um a couple of questions. Oh, well, he's uh, he, he's going to know the first one right off the bat because he's from St. Louis. <laughs> I know. Hit, hit him with it, Tony. We are the big fans of the White Castles. Oh, yeah. Where, where, <laughs> where do you stand on, though? He's from the Lou, man. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. I am pro White Castle. My God, it's the best alcohol. Oh, like inhibiting food. <laughs> alcohol mop. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how I mean, as big as I am, how big your stomach will get after a quart of whiskey. Like, yeah, you're like, give me 17 White Castles, four orders of chicken rings, cheese fries, and tea. You know, like, you know, like yeah. you've, done, down and, you've done that before. Oh, I've plowed through them. Like, my first major motorcycle accident was 10 minutes after a White Castle visit. I'm oh, God, he was trying to get to the bathroom. That's because you're, you're, you're almost shit yourself and you're trying to get home. No, 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 no. He was looking down too hard. He thought he had oil leaking. Though that was his ass. <laughs> Back tire slipped. I don't know what from it. I went to go real fast. You know, it was it was that oil slick that you it was hit. An oil slick. Yeah. There was a cop behind me, and I and when I got up, I was all broken on the right side of my body. I got up and I go, "What happened?" And the cop goes, "Fuck if I know." Like you know, like. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, but there's shit all over my front there's windshield. Shit everywhere. <laughs> what just happened? I went to go pick up my bike and my right shoulder was about nine inches too low on my body. Oh. You know, like you're in shock. And I went God to pick damn. my bike up and the cop goes, why don't you go sit on the hood of my car and shut the fuck up for a minute while I pick up the bike? And I, and I just like leaned up against the bike like this while he picked up the parts and the bike and he rode. So he was, he was, you know, sympathetic, but. Was it a sportster yeah. that you wrecked on? A V rod, a V. Oh, I Jesus. wrecked a V rod. Yeah. If you wow. wrecked a V rod, you were going about five hundred miles an hour because yep. those things are fast. Nope, not that cool. About seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I was. God, I was trying to make it cool for you. Yes, I was fighting a bear while racing someone. I can't think of anyone cool right now. And you know. Yeah, no, I was making a right turn on, and it was about four in the morning. So, you know, the, the mist was out and the old bronze uh, manhole cover and the mm-hmm. apex of the turn was wet and the front tire just let go. And I slammed down on the right side, broke everything on the right side of my body and the bike just skated away. And yeah. How many yeah. times have you used the phrase that manhole cover was wet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll tell my wife later. We'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. Now, Mike, I didn't find your word, but I did find one. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I don't know if I'll make it through it, but this has to make the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm excited. In ode to Mr. Cox's thunderstorm <laughs> weather in Kentucky, today's word is dirty thunderstorm. 
That's a good road name. <laughs> not after you read it, it's not going to be. Dirty Thunderstorm. Yeah, I like that. That's a good road name. <laughs> this is a type of sexual act in which someone shots after having their asshole just in, preferably into their partner's face. Never mind. <laughs> I'd like to cancel that request. Uh, that dirty that road name is no longer available. Never mind. In a, in a sentence would read, man... Things got crazy last night between Beth and me. She had a dirty thunderstorm after I came in her bus. <laughs> oh, for the love of Christ. You the thunder. I don't want to hear that thunder. Oh, oh TJ, we're going to have you a patch made that says dirty thunderstorm. Dirty thunderstorm. I already had one that says kielbasa, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my God! Not that allowed to wear it because we have no sense of humor in the organization. Shall not be named with the sort of patches we can put on our vests. But you know, oh, hey Tony, man. when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you have to ask question number two. Oh, hi. And the second question here on the Five Dirty Bikers podcast is, Mister Professional Monkey, do you know what a merkin is? I just want to know why you ask questions like Bob Ross from the painting. <laughs> <laughs> it even sounds like PBS back in the eighties. <laughs> like trees. He feels really uncomfortable right now. I didn't like a happy little merkin. It's a happy merkin. It's a happy <laughs> little fake bush. Yes, yes, I know what a merkin. Oh, he nailed it! <laughs> oh, that Ooh, coat almost came it. out my nose. <laughs> it's a happy bush. It's a happy little fake bush. So <laughs> we have been doing this for what almost two years now, and I can name on on I can count on one hand the people that knew what American was. That's because I'm a brilliant motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, all they have to do is listen to the podcast. That's how we or know. Just be if we a have, brilliant motherfucker, <laughs> or just be smart. You know, I mean, hey. You know, if you're educated, out for everyone on the camera, I'm drinking pink beer. I just want to point out for everyone so you can enjoy is that. that is that fruly? It's a, it's a, oh, someone correct me. It's a Goza, a which Goza? is a sour beer. I don't, we bought it at a local brewery. My wife didn't want it. So Are, I'm drinking it. So I'm drinking pink beer. Did oh. you take White Claw and put Mio in it? No, I swear to God. <laughs> Nasty. Okay. We call those cheerleader beers. Hey. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there. I think the reason why TJ knew what a Merkin was is that if you looked up in his uh, Amazon previously ordered list, <laughs> you'd probably find it right in there. All I'm gonna say is my beard isn't real. <laughs> oh, he ordered the Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. He got the yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Just got a slit and go to town. Yeah. Banana mono word of the day. It's like Jeff, you over your mind. The word of the day is <laughs> <laughs> Rail Larry. <laughs> oh snap. Poor Larry. That's, Poor Larry. That's when we all pull train on Larry. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh spelling is R A Y dash L upside down E dash R E E. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> Recrastinations would be Ray Lachoirie. Oh, I want to know what we're getting. Lachoir. Le Schwa. Yeah. Yeah. Le someone, someone named Ray swallowed. So now there's a oh, Ray. Oh, there too. goes the podcast. Right? Oh. I think it just made a bunch of new subscribers, honestly. <laughs> I think, Tony, you're discounting Raven's ability to raise the, <laughs> to raise the bar. Yeah. 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 We're also raising the amount of protein in a shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, it's, oh my god! <laughs> I it's hope my a, kids don't listen to this. It's a noun. Oh, it comes. Grandma. It comes. I might make her moist. <laughs> what? That oh. Brian Gumble. 
<laughs> that Bryant Gumble. Yeah. Uh huh. It come, it, It's a na- the the na- uh, word comes from noun. It's French. Comes from mid seventeenth century. I haven't understood a word you fucking said. <laughs> Neither have we. Uh, first and only definition is good dash hummered teasing. <laughs> a good hummer? Yeah, but you got to tease it. You can't like. You just can't go full hum. Yeah, you can't. You can't give Larry the the, the full Monty. You just got to tease him. Right. You can't just go down there and start breaking off the Star Spangled Banner. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I'm I'm worried right now. I'm really <laughs> concerned for the well-being of the people who listen to this podcast at this point. And Larry. And, and Larry. 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 Nobody's going to pull train on Larry. Someone's going to tell that motherfucker. <laughs> Larry, no hey, trains. No trains. <laughs> Something's coming down the track. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna catch Mr. Larry by surprise, and he's fixing to get railed. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> hey, oh, you can go ahead. Hey, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cox. Yes, Mike. Would you, would you like for me to use examples of railing Larry in a sentence? <laughs> As long as you, you don't just, show me any pictures, you can just okay. go to Pornhub. You can rail Larry whenever you want, like yeah, with Mister Cox. First example of railing Larry in sentence: When John was the only one who fell for the prank, the crew and gagged in a little raillery at his expensey. God, they gagged. They end gagged. Yeah. The end gag. The, the, the Star Spangled yeah. Banner got them. Yeah, yeah. Like and their dick fell in. When you when you end gag, it's like you're gagging from the end. <laughs> I'm just oh saying. I think God. I knew this girl in high school. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. The the crew in 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 gagged. E N G A G E D. It's engaged for sure. Sure, okay. it's engaged. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm like Raven. I might need a moment alone after this. Like, I'm a little right. fired up. What are you talking about? I, I, thought you said, I thought you said you were excited. I'm sorry. I'm not. That's what he heard, at least. I heard. I was like, she was like, wow. You know? Can we can we play that back? <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second that's, example of railing Larry in the sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, the mayor took the rail Larry at the reception in stride. It just got political. What the fuck? Had to bring the mayor into it. <laughs> and he got a run and start. <laughs> got a run yeah. and start. At the re- re- reception. Reception. Don't ever call a woman reception. a reception. Don't. Have you tried that? It sounds hey, like it sounds like that didn't work out for you. At some point. I've been married a long time. You don't call a woman a receptacle. <laughs> I'm just thinking if you've got if you have to have a 36 foot enclosed trailer to haul a toy, that's generally <laughs> called a Sibian. <laughs> or the Cox 5000. Or the Cox 5000. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm this remember that. Really going sideways. <laughs> and that has been the word of the day. We've been gross this whole podcast. I know, I know. The dirty thunderstorm huh? that set the presidents. And <laughs> mm. we never that lost power. That's not a good road name because normally <laughs> that's a great road name. It ain't now. That's no, no, that, no. That that road name's been taken. You can give that to the next person that you just <laughs> completed think is a complete dick. Yeah. You can be like, I have a great road name for you. <laughs> Dirty Thunderstorm. Dirty Thunderstorm. <laughs> They'll probably dig it too. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That is going to happen. I'm going to try Bad-ass. and make that happen. <laughs> this is our <laughs> vice president. He goes by Dirty Thunderstorm. Well, I'm vice president, so no. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> just shits on everybody. <laughs> E.T. So, you know, they did just open a White Castle where in Orlando, right, Dustin? Orlando. I, I'm, the wife and I said we're going to ride just to go eat some. We just got to ride back fast. Yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. Yeah, I bet you the plumbing's taking a beating right now up there in Orlando. <laughs> it's on red alert. Floridians are like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the, Atlant- the Atlantic's going to look like the, the Gulf where the Mississippi spills out. Man. This is going to be brown as fuck. <laughs> They're going to be like, we thought Cuban food was hard. This is nothing. (laughs) Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Five Dirty Bikers. And check out our brand new website at FiveDirtyBikers.com.